Hello and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League podcast, the longest running episodic weekly podcast in the Rocket League game. Uh, I'm your host, Lazero. I am joined, as always, by uh, Relentless. Hey. And by Wabbits. That feel when you get demoted to second name. <laughs> you second name now. Yes, you are correct. You are second name now. Um, and First uh, in our hearts, though. Don't try Maybe. and give me something. Don't give me hope. <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. Um, yeah, tar- tardiness. That's that's where we're get- you're in the doghouse, Wabbits. We've we've uh, we've thrown you in. Uh, I hope everyone is doing well. Um, I have. Uh, I feel like this is all I do now. I just talk all day. That is my job, and now it's my after job hobby. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm definitely going to develop some kind of. Uh, I don't know talking disease you know like your your uh your throat all those things something something nasty is bound to happen to me and then Probably. i'm gonna have or, to be off or. the show for a year and i don't know what's gonna happen you know that <laughs> don't worry we'll let it run it's fine see the <laughs> other option is that you just go completely insane because you're talking alone to yourself but to a screen all day and that's the real thing just a slow delve into insanity and it'll be perfect I mean, I this vitriol, I, I don't know how I feel about it, but uh, I feel like you are cursing me, which is fair. You know what? Don't worry, I'm it's doing okay. it too. It's fine. It's the time for curses, I guess. Halloween, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, we're on theme, on brand. Uh, speaking of on brand and on theme, um, guess what? We have Relentless here, and Relentless and Hunty had released the episode of Beginner's Corner. Uh, Relentless, give me, give me a... I think this was this is after the episode last week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we released it probably about a day or two after the episode perfect, last perfect. week. So we will include that in the description. Um, it's a nice long one hour discussion. If you like, uh, it's kind of seeing to uh, well uh, well advanced, uh, much experienced players uh, go over the Rocket League um, <laughs> English go over the Rocket League. Yeah, I know. I just kept the bit going. Um, perfect. So, yeah, if you want to see them go over it, it'll be linked in the description below. Um, we've, like I said, we've had uh, a whole influx of new people that I've joined, including people who are watch- who are listening from the beginning. Uh, so they have almost 100 episodes to get through, which is a lot of fun. And um, But I'm, I'm very happy with it. Uh, but also, this Beginner's Corner is a nice little add-on, especially this episode, which focuses on kind of gold. Uh, level replay because that will be closer to what a lot of starting players will will kind of experience in their games it was interesting to see as well relentless is kind of how hunty commented right away i haven't watched gold replays forever so that was that was also (laughs) an interesting take yeah it's um i think it's a good one because i think it really captures the essence of what beginner's corner is really intended to be is a platform in which you can look at other players and their what they do in a game and the mistakes they make and oh do i make these same mistakes and can i get better from it but what i like that we do in this episode i mean it's an hour long so it's really really tough for people to go out and watch an hour long of gold replays going over if you're not specifically benefiting from it but if you're in that i would say if you're in gold silver or platinum if you're any in those three i mean even above like realistically you can benefit from going above um looking at the last about 10 minutes or so especially is going to be extremely beneficial if you're looking at training and how to get better at certain things mechanically so so to speak um looking at that last 10 minutes is going to give you ideas of what you could go out and do because there's a big big like we took after the replays and after the episode to go over 
here's how you get better at some of the things that we talked about in the video. So um, go check that out. Like I said, that last 10 minutes, incredibly crucial. But if you are in that goldish range, gold to low platinum range, look at the whole replay because there's a lot of behaviors that people emulate regardless of rank. So go check that out. Uh, and yeah, give us any feedback. We appreciate it. Awesome. And then uh, kind of continuing on in our announcements, uh, we have the monthly tournament. It was a nail biting uh, voting process with more votes cast than I think we've ever had uh, in something like this. Uh, and what was the result? What tournament are we having this uh, month? So yes, we, we we did a voting platform and I do like the voting platform a little bit more. Um, and I think I'm going to kind of continue it going forward uh, for, for a lot of them because I think it gave people different options rather than just being told, okay, this is what you're doing. It gave people an option to look at it. But we are going with a fusion style tournament again for this one. So threes, twos, and ones with a team MMR cap. That's going to be the monthly throwdown this month. Nice. Um, do you know how we... I, do you know when it's happening, Relentless? Because I know this is... Uh, realistically, Saturday, Saturday um, probably 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, but okay. it is single elimination, so it shouldn't last nearly as long as our double elim ones do. Nice, nice. Okay, okay perfect. Single elims, right into it. Wabs, were you going to say something? Uh, two things. One, how close was the vote? Because this one was neck and neck right up to the end. And I want to know what the... What the difference uh, it, it won, I, I believe, by, by two votes. I'm pretty sure it won... Wow. It yep. ended up winning by two votes. We had we had just over 30 votes. It ends up winning by two. Nice. Okay. Yeah, well so listen, I'm I'm excited for when, when we put out the next uh listener survey, which I think I'll put out uh when I'm not trying to f get feedback for my regular job from <laughs> masses of people. Because I feel I this is this is one thing that was really starting to get to me where it's like I, you know, doing the podcast, recording the show, it's, it's at least novel, you know, it's different. It's novel. It's nice. Right. But when, when, when for my hobby, I'm doing tasks that I'm doing in my regular job, then it starts to get to me. You know what I mean? It's just like, there's small little errands that need to be like done. And I'm like, I really don't want to do this because I know tomorrow I'm going to wake up and do a whole bunch of these as well. Right. And then it just doesn't end. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so I, you know, the the listener survey will come out. Uh, we're just probably going to have to wait until I have a minute. Um, as you know, yes. I, I'm sure Relentless can attest to how uh, small things have not been adjusted yet, and he's he's waiting for small little things from me um, and everyone else, honestly, because the <laughs> yeah, I still have not updated the tournament list, and it's like, <laughs> no, I need to go back, realize who won the last two tournaments, find all the names, and and update the tournament list there. So that's. That's another thing that has to be done, and I will do my best to do that. But once again, my priority right now is uh, preparing for my my actual paying job. <laughs> so, so that will How happen when it you. happens. But how uh, dare you? Listen, we all we all can't be uh, such such. Uh, I don't know. I feel like relentless spring is like heart and soul into rock league right now. I'm like, ugh, I wish I could do that. Look, why uh, can't you just be a drain on society like the rest of us? Just. <laughs> Jeez, man. Oh, I'm going to go be productive. My name's Lazero. No, I'm, I'm done with that. Can't do it. What are you talking about? This is exactly, this is me about me being like, no, work is done. I'm done for the day. I'm not doing extra work. That's that's what I'm trying to say. I'm actually trying to say I'm giving myself my rest. I'm not going to try for you, plebs. That's what you're wow. saying. Wow. Wow. I have more important things than you. Wow. I think he was actually looking at Wabs when he said that, too. I was pretty sure. I fully believe that. <laughs> 
Um, interesting, interesting. Yeah. I, you know, this Come is on. good. This is good. We need we need a little bit of spice. You know, that's what we've been missing on the podcast. We're missing the spiciness level. We need we need the uh, the spiceometer. Uh, that's Combo what we need. Pushed for for a little bit of of mean to each other the entire time. Never came up. But we're <laughs> bringing it. Okay, well, here's the difference, though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think I think you can definitely have arguments, but with Combo, it always felt like he was like, yo, even if I don't believe this, I'm going to fight you to the nail, to the death. And I'm like, I-, I can't deal with that when I'm just trying to have a friendly <laughs> conversation. Like, I can, I can deal with disagreeing, but, like, I'm not actually going to get into an argument because, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe one day we have to do that. We have to do, this is the debate like the last 20 minutes or something. Cause I, you know what it is? I think there's two ways. I think you're either your podcast is full on. Like there's a lot of debates going on or there just isn't any. Cause when it's mm-hmm. a mix, I think you're losing people halfway through, right? Like people are either going to like one or the other and they're not going to like both at the same time. I mean, that pretty much as how every sports radio show is at this point, it's just debates and people take a side and they just argue their no, no, side exactly but that's a whole so show that, like yeah. i know what i'm getting into when i start you know when i see Ste- stephen a smith talking right like i know <laughs> i know he he is definitely like i'm just gonna take the opposite side and argue it for the sake of arguing stephen a is is that guy but i like i appreciate the gimmick you know what i mean mm-hmm. and when he, when, he's I, a when i when i wrestling personality it's crazy oh I, it's great especially when he when he uh talks about uh fighting and then then the best is anyway there was a clip of him like like doing some boxing self-defense or whatever (laughs) and so when people when he was commentating i think the ufc had just joined espn and when he was commentating on it everyone's just like have you seen this guy throw a punch like yeah uh, yeah he he made like a comment about conor mcgregor and then uh, joe rogan and a bunch of others came in like dude you don't know what you're talking about have you seen yourself and he's (laughs) <laughs> but Stephen A just like lets it roll off his back. He's all about it. He wants all that stuff. Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate the the yeah, the uh the gimmick. Okay. Um and Labs I guess just like who? I don't know this and it's great. <laughs> it's okay. Wait, this is a different, you know, this is this is a new new world. Uh, I've probably watched more basketball than I ever have in my life in the last uh month or two. Um all right. Probably uh, Speaking, I guess, of professional leagues, um, what I want to do actually kind of in this beginning section is to give a brief, and when I mean brief, I do mean brief uh, and simple explanation um, for what Rocket League esports looks like right now. Uh, I've noticed a lot on Reddit, there's been a, um, there's been a lot of people saying, how do I even follow Rocket League esports, right? How do I even, how do I even start to follow it? Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I'm I'm so I don't want any additional information. I'm going to try to break it down like this. This is going to be a Rocket League esports for five year olds. OK, like that. That is that is my goal right now. OK, um, so th- this is kind of the breakdown. Let's let me get into it. So. Right now we are in. The 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 year or like the tournament, the league year called RLCS X, right? It's the 10th, 10th, I guess. 10th tournament of the rlcs i I don't know why i'm i'm actually confusing it more right now let me let me let me cut right here for a second rlcs is rocket league championship series or something to that effect yep yeah um and (laughs) uh and right now they have three tournaments three major tournaments throughout the year and this weekend there will be the finals for one of them okay yeah it's gonna happen on saturday in the european region and on sunday it's gonna happen 
in the North American region. All right. These three tournaments lead up, give them, give these teams points. And that leads up to a grand, you know, world championship final at the end of the year. All right. Mm-hmm. On top of that, there's a million smaller tournaments, which also give you some points that lead up to this final. And that's all I'm going to say, because if you are a beginner and you want to get into Rocket League esports, what you have to know is that there's three major tournaments um, happening throughout the year that lead up to a grand world final. And if you know anything more, it's just going to confuse you. Uh, So with that in mind, what I'm also going to do, so underneath where I'm going to put Relentless, the link for Relentless uh, and Hunty's uh, Beginner's Corner YouTube video, I'm also going to give you the link to the main Rocket League Twitch channel. On that channel, you are going to have the ability on, uh, I guess, Saturday, probably around, I imagine, noon Eastern time, give or take an hour. Uh, you're probably, you're going to go onto that channel. You're going to, you're going to watch and you're going to see the European final and the playoffs in the final. Uh, and then on Sunday, same thing, probably more around 2 PM Eastern time. You're going to do the same thing. You're going to go to that channel and that's how you can get a start. Uh, my suggestion as well is honestly, uh, when, when you start watching, just choose a team, uh, to, mm-hmm. to cheer for. It can be because you think a player does a cool move. It can be because you, uh, you know, you like the logo of one team, you like their team name, whatever reason, arbitrarily just choose a team to follow. Uh, the uh, There's some great, uh, I guess, commentators and analysts that I'm sure will give you some insight as to what's going on. And that's, that is my suggestion. So this might be the weekend to really get into it. It's one of the three major tournaments. Um, so that's my spiel. That's my intro to Rocket League Esports 101. Okay, that's... <laughs> That's my like that. four-minute spiel. That was good. By the way, just to clear up anything for people who are, are new, um, when Lazero said end of the year, he meant end of the season year, which is in... Sorry, April-ish. next. Yes. Okay, yeah. let me... Yes. That's, so that's it. it doesn't mean December. There's a tournament happening September or December, which is going to be one of those big three, but that's all that we know at this point. <laughs> yes, we are in the first of the three big tournaments yeah. for the league. And at the end of these three big tournaments, there's going to be an accumulated giant transformer or no, I guess Power Ranger, you know, amalgamation of these tournaments, of these teams that won these tournaments Mm -hmm. or done well in these tournaments. And that is your world finals. Yeah. All right. Straight up. Definitely. Just pick one at random. I do it all the time. I, pick a I random always team. <laughs> pick very random teams. Why do you think that I liked, uh, or I chose uh, Galaxy Racer? Entirely random. I saw one player that I liked, and I was like, I'm, I'm voting for them. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and at it. the end of the podcast, we'll get more into um, the specific the, teams. And things the specific teams. Kind of, but yes. that was nice little intro, five mm-hmm. minutes or so. Hopefully, it's, <laughs> honestly, I, I laugh, but it's like, Literally just follow that link on Twitch. You know what I mean? The Rocket League one. And then just tune in on Saturdays and Sundays in the middle yep. of the day. And you should be able to follow Rocket League Esports. Yep. That might be the way to do it. That's kind All of right. it. If, wait, before we end, if you want to get even more, we're self-promoing here, join the Discord. There's a whole bunch of tournament discussion. Everybody here knows a ton about. And if you don't, we're super welcome to. We're super happy. No, no, no. One person knows a ton about. Ty Swoogles knows a ton about. And we all just jump on That's that true. bandwagon. That yes. is true. 
and Ty Swools may or may not be here next week since we are breaking down one of the three major tournaments. Oh. Uh, he will be in the place of Wabbits, obviously. Of course, of course. <laughs> I, won't be, I won't be on time anyway. It's fine. I'll be a whole one minute late later than the zero. I'm seven hours late. Whatever. <laughs> Well, I was going to know that Ty Swoogles was here because by the time he arrives, Ty Swoogles oh. already done. <laughs> we should just, we, listen, we shouldn't tell him, Relentless, and we should just start the podcast like an hour early, maybe half an hour early, have like Ty Swoogles come in, do a whole esports breakdown, and be like, yeah, how was your week in Rocket League, Wabs? And then like once we get to the end, he's like, oh yeah, do you want to talk about esports? It's like, no, we've already done that, dude. <laughs> this is what I get for being one <laughs> minute late. To don't even say we've recording. already done it. Don't even say that we've already done it. Just like, no, no, I think we're good for this week. We don't really need to go too much into it. Then when the episode releases, it's like, oh yeah, we did talk about esports in depth. You just weren't there. Wabs, you know what? It's it's okay. It's okay. I think I think uh I'm definitely poking fun at you, but I know I know you are like there is a lot of stuff you are working on, so I I, I don't imagine I also uh, have no sense of time. I'm terrible at being on time. <laughs> just ask literally anybody that has ever talked to me. <laughs> I mean, I've never listen. been on time for anything in my life. When okay. The big, when the big bunny ear gets to one point on the clock and the little bunny ear is next to another <laughs> point on the clock, that's when you're supposed to be there. But the bunny ears never move. It's always 12. <laughs> it's always. Yeah, I'd like to say, uh, as someone who's been a roommate with Wabbits, um, <laughs> don't ever schedule anything that is like in the morning unless no. it's specifically sunday like brunch at a diner you know if it's that then maybe he'll get up but otherwise 12 n- noon or one o'clock like that's I'm calling the earliest. You out here. brunch means 11 o'clock and that's under the assumption that you're coming to my door and knocking on it <laughs> yeah i mean you know sometimes sometimes i'll wake up and i was just like yeah i'm falling asleep now you know that's like <laughs> <laughs> that did happen multiple times okay let's stop let's stop talking about me let's move on <laughs> I mean, listen. There, the the truth is, you know, I it was it was it was uh, it was an interesting time living with uh, way too many roommates. True. Uh, the the uh, the faux frat house, the Brock Esports frat house. That's that's really what it was. Um, but you know, to calm it down, to like really bring ourselves to our time right now, uh, let's actually get into our week in Rock League. Um, big turn, big U turn. Uh, Relentless, you have a lot apparently to say about this week in Rocket League and you have some fire that you're bringing. Yes, this week in Rocket League, uh, starting off, first and foremost, Cutie Pies, 2-0 on the season. We have another game tonight. People will hear this after we have played, so hopefully we'll be 3-0, and otherwise we'll be 2-1 and big sad. But 3-0 is our hope for the season, 2-0 already. Uh, we came out, we swept um, in week two after only losing one game in week one, so Cutie Pies are coming strong so far this season in IGL. Um, but the actual week in Rocket League stuff. Uh, this kind of happened, what was it? It was Sunday, I believe, where with uh, I was playing with IROC, and even Messi was in the, in the chat, and all of a sudden servers go down. It was a big thing. Servers were down for like an hour or two. Um, and we just kind of like came to the conclusion that you know what? Sometimes Rocket League just makes you train. It says, you know what? At least like once every week or two, server is going to go down for an hour <laughs> or two, and you have to get into training. Free play is the only way to do this. And so just spent like an hour and a half in free play. Um, but sometimes Wait, you don't have access to your, you train, yeah. You don't have access to your training packs? When uh, you can have access to ones that you've already favorited and downloaded, but mm-hmm. you don't have access to... You might have access to the workshop, like custom... Uh, workshop training packs but 
as far as like custom training packs within the game. I think you have to have them favorited, favorited. and download, downloaded. Good or thing I only used three training packs and they're all favorited, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sometimes it just makes you train. I, swear I like to say, especially nowadays where you don't have to wait for like queue times are really small, uh, usually like more so than they were a while ago because there's a lot more people playing. Um, I find that there's less and less time to just like train between games or at yeah. least. Yeah. So well, and, especially nice. at the beginning of the season too, you're going to get more people um, just naturally going to be on near the beginning of the season versus the end of the season. So yeah, you're mm-hmm. going to get a lot less time in between games. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a big part of my week is just spending time on training, um, spending time in the, doing the dribble challenge, doing just fast aerial type of stuff. And like, it's, it's kind of crazy that, you know, we know we're supposed to do it, but a lot of times you just don't feel like it. And so you jump in, jump straight into games and whether it's casual or ranked, but I definitely felt after doing two, pretty much two hours straight of just free play or custom training that I would just, I, I walked away a lot more comfortable a lot better at some of those things um so yeah rocket league thank you for reminding me to train um (laughs) and then the other part of my week twos grind so i've decided i am going to actually grind out twos this season and play more than 30 games so um i've been playing i'm at about 35 games right now and i went on like a 10 game win streak at one point and uh but as i was playing and I kind of figured out like going into this 10 game win win streak, how to get there. And it kind of came to the realization of how twos should be played versus how you have to play it. If you want to rank up, there's a vast difference there. Um, Like when you've played, when you've played higher level and stuff in threes and you're still trying to grind your twos up and you're in a little bit lower level twos, you can kind of see like, Oh, here's where the evolution of the game is supposed to go but the people around you aren't at that evolution yet. And so you're like waiting for a pass or you're waiting up field because you can see where the play is going. But because the players around you aren't doing the same thing that you're doing, the play doesn't end up actually going there. So how it should be played is, you know, a lot more fluid than it is, but how it ends up has having to be played is like, we're just going to do several repeated one V ones. My teammates going to go for things. And then when he's done, I'm going to go for things and hopefully the ball leaks out and we can get a, get a goal or something. Um, but it's extremely passive and defensive and those kind of things. So, um, but I'm looking forward to getting up to that level where it does become a bit more fluid. I'm not going to lie. I don't think that happens. (laughs) 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 Knowing twos, I, I, I do not think it happens because it's so, 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 so risky to actually do any team play things that puts any level of commitment with both players. Just play selfishly and bad. Yes. Like straight up. (laughs) Like the way that I always say you're supposed to play twos is chase until you have no boost. And then if you're not right next to the ball, you start rotating out. And then the other person comes in and does exactly that while you just do nothing and wait in midfield. (laughs) Yeah, but I have the dream of how it's supposed to be played. And I want to get there because it could be so much fun. But right now it's... (laughs) You say it's supposed to be played, but that is how it's supposed to be played. That's the efficient way to do it. Because if you want to rank up, if that's your goal, I mean, if you want to no, win, if you want, sure. to play twos. If, you want to, if you want to play threes and play the way that you want to play, then play threes. Do not play threes and twos. And also don't play twos and threes. Well, outside of like the, the natural differences and you having to be more careful anyway with your challenges. But I mean, I would say just some, some of the fluidity of the game where it's not quite so structured um, is, is kind of what I'm 
you know, hoping to get out of it eventually is where it isn't that, okay, 1v1 chase until you're out of boost. Now your teammates can go 1v1 and chase until you're out of boost. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's obviously going to be part of the game, but I do kind of, you know, I'm, I'm looking for like when, when I do so every now and then you get that kind of time where, okay, we're outside of that traditional structure and it goes really, really well. Now that changes as soon as you double commit and then they score an easy goal. And your second man who is technically the last man is, uh, challenging up in their corner when you're already flopping around in their corner and he misses and it's a very easy goal for them. Yeah. That's where it gets frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of those obvious mistakes that would be mistakes in threes anyways, um, I think there, there's definitely more fluidity available in twos than is played at the, uh, I think I'm just coming out of champ one. So I'm up in like low champ two right now. So you say all that, but I kind of want you to go and watch like GC three, not SSL twos, but GC three twos specifically gc3 twos because those are people who play twos to play twos and not play mm-hmm. twos to practice threes because a lot of the uh the professional players will play twos to practice threes and do something similar to that um which is it kind of works but it you know you really shouldn't be doing that uh but with those like gc3 players with the maybe slightly a, a little bit lower it's the twos rotation they play twos to play twos and you do not get team plays. You don't get anything like that. The only type of team play that might happen is like one person has the ball, booms it onto the backboard, and then I don't even know if they would go for a bump afterwards because that's so much commitment and it's so dangerous to have that second person up with uh, somebody else or in front of somebody taking a shot. Mm-hmm. You almost have to be um, like a hundred percent certain that you're going to beat the defender to the ball. Like you can't really take those risks in three. Sometimes you can yeah. when it comes to passing plays. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I don't necessarily mean that, and this is why it's how it should be played versus how it has to be played. Like how you have to play it. If you want to be successful at twos is the way you guys are describing. Um, but I feel like how it should be played is a bit more fluid than it is. Maybe not as aggressive. I think as you guys are envisioning that I'm thinking of, um but definitely a bit more i would say a bit more involved um team dynamic wise not like not obviously not as in-depth as threes but definitely a bit more team dynamic wise where let's, let's say my let's see my teammate is taking the ball and we're starting a counterattack um coming down the field and he's up going up the right side of the field and mm-hmm he has an ability to flick it over for a pass or something onto the left side of the field where I'm, I'm moving up generally with him, making myself mm-hmm. available for that pass. That's kind of, and then he does actually make that pass. Like that's where I envision it is, is that that happens versus him just like, okay, I'm going to take this and then just go for a flick on net or something or um, try and pop it over a defender. Like mm-hmm. that's how I envision it going. But right now I just flatly the t- uh, players I'm around, aren't going to consistently do that. So, um, but that's again, why it's how it should be played, how I wish it was played versus how it has to be played. If you want to continue to move up and be successful. Sure. I think (laughs) don't, don't take this the wrong way, but I think this is a fairly naive way to play or to think about twos. And the reason that I say that is because I thought this like 500 hours ago when I was playing twos a little bit, I was like, oh man, twos should be more fun. It should be more pass play. It should be more of all of this. And I, I did think that for a while, um, but 
as I've gotten better at the game and gotten uh, like higher higher up and a deeper understanding, I've noticed that you don't do that because it's so easy. Like with two people pushing up in twos, let's say you're on, on uh, a line. You're just like pushing up with a straight line along the field. Um, you're parallel to your teammate, right? Um, if the defender gets a 50, if, even in a 2v1 scenario, if the defender gets a good touch, that's just straight in your net. If the defender gets a 50, then it's straight in your net again because you can't turn around fast enough to get to that ball. It, the only way that it works is in the very rare scenario that the defender doesn't even get any touch whatsoever on the ball because any touch whatsoever ruins your passing play, whether he went for the pass or the shot and tried to fake it. Yeah, um, I guess it's all... It's all very, very specific and play dependent. You have to be able to read the play in the instance I'm talking about. And so, I mean, it was just small, small spots where I was thinking like, oh man, I really wish like people thought about the game a little bit differently or, you know, especially at this rank, I thought they, I wish they thought about the game slightly differently because it really, you could pop off and you could move up very, very quickly if you thought about it just slightly differently. Um, but like you're saying, like there's a lot of inherent risk if you're not, reading the play effectively if you're not planning for what could go wrong effectively there's a lot of inherent risk to that so that's where i wish it was a little bit more effective um to to have some of that fluidity have some of that uh open free-flowing rotation type of thing but like you said there's just so much risk so you, you can't really do that consistently but in very specific instances i wish it was like thought of a bit more I agree with the thought of it a bit more, and that that does happen higher up. What ends up happening in the proper way to play twos is that the person that wants to be passed two is like four car lengths behind the person with the ball. So the reason that you do that is because then you can turn around for a shot mm -hmm. and be defensive. And it's a very, very specific way uh, place to be that allows you to be there for pretty much every single possible option that's happening. Um, because that's what the last man has to do. And mm -hmm. if you don't have possession of the ball, you are last man. They might not be attacking right away, but you do have to consider yourself that last man position. And that's what's so, so dangerous about pushing up because you're putting yourself out of that last man position unless you're staying there, but being an aggressive last man while you're still there to get like the, I don't know, overhead save uh, if, if something goes wrong or whatever else might happen and you're you're ready for it. But it's not something that you can do in such a way that it's aggressive. And that no, you can I just say <laughs> that what I'm hearing from what I heard is uh, Wabbits likes to play some boring Rocket League, man. This <laughs> no, man doesn't want <laughs> it to be a fun game. This man wants to sit around, all right, let the other person do all the work and just be like, yeah, I'm going to play safe behind for Friday. This is why I don't like twos. This is why I don't like twos. <laughs> You can't do anything. <laughs> uh, to Relentless's point, I think I think definitely this is where twos in a in a comms on a team setting would look a lot different than twos in that ranked setting, right? Is that at least someone could call, "Hey, I'm jumping." You know what I mean? So at least you can look for it. Um, so in threes, when you when you try to set up a passing play in threes, you always have that okay there's probably a third person back so even if someone goes for this uh passing play it might not work out but at least we have a third man back in twos it's like the reason comms become more important i feel is because you you almost have a, like a little more time to set them up 
And then when you do set them up, it's like, okay, well, we're going all in on this play, right? Like that's essentially what mm-hmm. you're saying. You're like, okay, like let's just let's just do it. Let's just go all in. And that communication is a lot harder from just reading the play, right? Um, and I think as well, this is trust, like a, a thing of trust, and that's where a lot of twos, you know, a lot of twos players don't trust their teammates, so they have to play the way Wabs plays. Well, you say that it comes down to trust, but I I don't think that it's a trust thing. I think it's just proper play thing. Because no, because if your team's good enough, dude, no, you go all no, in on both in the air, passing play, <laughs> all right, and you just score every time. That's all it I'm saying. It doesn't make a difference. No, why, do you, no. why do you think SSL players and twos are like, oh, my teammate's on the ball. I'm just going to sit here in front of the net and not do it. This is the exact same way that you play. The best players in the world are thinking, oh, I'm just going to sit here and wait for the ball to come to me because that's all they can do. That's the only way to do it without just giving a free goal to the opponents. First here, of all, here it is. Here's I'm a... going to need you to calm down. First of all. <laughs> I need you to stop things. making this a discussion podcast. <laughs> An argument podcast. Um, I, I think this is hilarious because, like, yeah, it's so true that when I when I play twos, I just play it, like, ones, essentially. Like, I'm just going to try to take on the two players. Yep. Um, but that's only because I have the ability weapon, so I really don't know what you're doing. Uh <laughs> I'm letting you be stupid so that you have somebody behind you, buddy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just messing. Um, but where, where I will generally agree, like with with webs, is like you do have to, as a second man, as a person out on ball, you have to plan for the outcome of what could go wrong here, and am I prepared if something does go wrong? So in that in that vein, yes, I agree 100 that um, you've got to, you can't play the way that I'm wishing that it was played to its fullest extent. I guess I'm just wishing it took a step in that direction versus it mm. having to specifically be. And like I said, this is why the, this is why the note is how it should be played versus how it has to be mm. played. Cause again, yeah. if you, if you have to play it this way in order to be successful, I just wish it was a little bit more fluid than it is because it's just mm. like, you know, there's, there's a lot of cases where it's either boring or, you there's a lot of missed opportunities because of the traditional way in which it's played which is you know like the meta like that's how it's supposed to be played um it's just less better, fun, honestly it, it, it is from yeah. a certain degree um yeah. but if you're a little bit better on the ball it can be more fun because now you get more effective touches you have a little bit more space to work and, and those kind of things so it's mm-hmm. it's like a healthy mix but um i do wish there was a bit more fluidity to it yeah, yeah. 100%. I, I think this is less uh how it should be versus how it has to be played it's more of a how i want it to be played versus nope. how it has to be how played. i want it to be played is how it should be played there that's why <laughs> <laughs> oh oh my and this is where the disagreement starts okay no, i'm no, not no, gonna no i i think we both understand each other at this point yeah, we, but yes, that's wrong so it's fine i do because what, um, what i'm saying is that the way that you really should think about ones twos and threes is like with ones, you're there's you're the last man at all times. You're always last man. With twos, if you're not on the ball, you're last man. With threes, you can actually do things because you're not always last man. And yeah, you like, can set yourself really, up for a pass or a rebound or whatever. Yeah. You have to like focus your play and how you do things around being last man. If you are, then you play as last man. If you're not, then you don't play as last man. And that's it. And I think in a, as a general rule, when it comes to rank, that that just does make sense because you are mm-hmm. you are you can't predict how your teammates are going to play right away, right? Mm-hmm. You haven't played enough with them to to really know. So even play. at the higher levels, like it is a reasonable assumption to to play that way. I will mm-hmm. say to Relentless's point, I think the only time that playing that style that's a lot more free flowing 
has worked or i mean i'm gonna use threes because that that is what our championship falls around is like you need you literally need like season six cloud nine like that's what your team needs to look like for you to play a reckless style and it it to work it's like every player is reckless but they beat the opponent to every ball and they're all incredible you know so (laughs) (laughs) you can only play that way if you know that you can beat or if you know that you can beat in every single scenario and that your teammate can beat in every single scenario. Actually, to that point, uh, I think, um, sorry to, to kind of kind of get off track a little bit, Happy but um, the Giants, uh, I think Ty Swiggles, our, our resident esports uh, mm-hmm. correspondent, um, posted in about like this giant school that was just ridiculous. Like it was the craziest passing play. And it's like breakneck, like, you're beating the opponent to the 50 by a split second Mm -hmm. and it looks amazing like it looks phenomenal right but it's also like if any of them make a mistake or if there's a 50 that beats them at any point like all three of them are in the air at that point yeah like or almost (laughs) almost you know what i mean like they're not in position to to defend but it's like no we're gonna beat them We're, we're just um uh we're just gonna we're gonna do that and i think i think this is a big thing as well because i this is going back to i guess a podcast that i had uh with um the former ghost gaming coach um i am blanking on his name right now uh silent echo yeah silent echo yeah where he was talking about how the one of the biggest determining factors and whether a team won or lost in the pro level was how close their overall speeds were during the game Mm -hmm. right um and so when you think of that, you think of like, okay, well, the idea is all the players are moving about the same speed, so they're able to cover the whole field a lot nicer than if one person is moving faster than the other person, because then they'll kind of infringe on each other's territory, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but with twos, you know, the truth is just the sheer amount of territory to cover is a lot bigger, so that's why um, having that more flow play where everyone is going really fast. I mean, it still kind of works, but it's just you're definitely dealing with um, a different set of circumstances. I'm okay to move on from this to actually the beginner's corner. Are you guys good? Yeah. Relos is not. He hasn't said anything. It's fine. He's just he's angry. He's seething. He's, it's fine. He's we seething. We can move on. He is he is angry and seething. Um uh yeah, I, yeah. well, he left, dude. He's gone. Yeah. yeah. He's not coming back. That's why I said he was seething. It was just he's gone. He's, I like how this was the episode where I talked about um you know, not having a podcast devolve into arguments and then we devolve into an argument. It's, <laughs> it's the first time we've ever had an argument. I mean, it, I mean, listen, it's not, you know, I I think, I think as well as we're very courteous with each other. Um, yes. Yeah. I think, I think there's definitely something to like, you're trash and, and you're wrong. <laughs> right. But that's where I would get to a point where I'd be like, okay, I'm good. Like we got it. We got to calm down. Dude. Yeah. This is too far. Um, <laughs> All right, let's uh, step into the next part mm-hmm. of the show. Um, Relentless, you know, his idea, Relentless is really, man, he's really fighting for that that the number number one spot at this point on this show. Um, Honestly, yeah. The worst part with, is I had a beginner's corner idea, and this is already in, and I'm like, okay, we'll do his. It's fine. I concede. Well, he's not here, so if you want to throw no, no, that out, we'll, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Okay, uh, how to train. So free play custom workshops. I think this is a great thing to talk about um 
man like the training for me has evolved so much over time to like what i find works or doesn't work um there's different things i've tried um mm-hmm. i think ultimately i mean okay let's let's start with workshop maps so if if you if you can download workshop maps you want to download the dribble challenge that's a go-to must have yes um it's very difficult um but there's a million tutorials on how to dribble um i think we've went into it before on the show uh matching the speed with your car moving that that's a big part of dribbling Mm -hmm. Uh, and so it's it's difficult at first but once you kind of get it a little bit on your car uh then over time in the dribble challenge the nice thing about the dribble challenge is you can try over and over again just your first thing is just to get the ball in your car and keep it on there for as long as you can um and then and then you can kind of develop from there and it's a nice little thing because i think especially as you're new to the dribble challenge every level right because the goal is to dribble with the to have the ball on top of your car as you're moving from you know one area to the next area Mm -hmm. um and i think the nice thing about it is you can kind of see your progress over time right the more you the more you practice it you can actually see oh okay now i'm passing this level a lot easier but this level is harder for me so Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to workshop maps, it's definitely one I'd recommend. Um, I'd also recommend, um, I guess this is depends on your level, but having a workshop map where you just fly through hoops and rings, rings. Maps. Yep. yeah, rings maps are great. Lethemir has a whole bunch. Lethemir's um, ring map is amazing. And then I'm, I will also recommend a different one that's called lucid rings for, nice. if you're a higher level, uh, player and like you can do these rings maps relatively easily. Um, I highly recommend lucid rings. A hundred percent. So um, that that is a big recommendation when it comes to workshop maps. Um, they're, they're great training tools that kind of let you train without just doing the same thing over and over again. Um, but ultimately, at some point, like remember, as all skills, there is a point where you have to kind of sit down and just practice something over and over again to get good at it. Yep. yep. Um, when it comes to um, training packs, I would suggest finding skills you want to improve on. So it could be uh, maybe aerial shots it could be bounce shots it could be off the wall shots um, mm-hmm. maybe it saves right find find that skill that you want to work on you can I, I would take two weeks per skill about shall we say um, and, and then you can you can kind of you can probably usually there's a youtube video that <laughs> gives you a nice like a link to the training pack and that's how you can find those training packs um, i'm currently so the training pack regime i have is um, for me personally um air dribbles uh like my big focuses are always air dribbles ceiling shots uh flip resets um so i have a nice training pack for that Mm -hmm. um uh so so that that's that's a nice little that's one of the i don't know if i have the title but it it's funny because like there's been other training packs that have those things but for whatever reason this training pack it's like the same setup it's just like a roll up on the wall from different lengths of the field but i really enjoy it um Honestly, so that's one thing training packs are so like such slight differences make such a big difference in whether yes. you like it or not so i like i want i think especially if you're learning the new skill though you don't want to be dealing with the setup of the skill yeah. you know what i mean like you yeah. want to just learn the skill itself and then it's like i don't want to have a hard angle that i have to start this skill from so mm-hmm. i think that's why i like it uh the second thing is something called GC plus extras, which I found mm-hmm. recently, which is amazing. Um, this is definitely a higher level training pack. And it's something that I remember, I think I tried when I was in platinum, I completely failed. And now I'm like regularly hitting the net with it. And that's pretty cool. Nice. Um, and so that one's really nice. And then the last one is I have a double 
double touch training pack. So those are kind of the three I'm using right now nice. uh, in whatever I feel like um, order, and it's pretty good. Um, how about you, Abbots? Um The one that I use the most is definitely the Devo pack, which is intended for double touches. Um, but I probably spent like 100 hours almost on that training pack not doing double touches and just doing high aerials and putting them into the net fast. I mean, that's a good that's a good use of a training pack, right? Yep. Finding other ways you can use it. Yep. And that's like a big thing that I always recommend with training packs. Do what you can with the pack and then push yourself. Don't try mm. and do like the craziest thing in the world. Don't try and force yourself to do ab like absolutely insane things. Um, or And also don't do things that are just super easy. If you can make something harder, make it harder. And if you can't quite do something, then uh, make it a little bit easier on yourself. Um, another one that I used to do a lot, I haven't done in a while because like I got it down pretty well, is the overhead saves pack. Um, that probably was one of the most useful packs that I ever used. Uh, <laughs> highly recommend that, where it just booms the ball over your head uh, into some corner of the net, and you're just facing backwards towards the net to save it. That was how I figured out how to fly backwards, and it was super good. Um, nice. And then, other than that, I've just been doing free fly. <laughs> <laughs> And relentless. What what are where some of your? I guess this was your topic. So what are some things you wanted to talk about? Um, well, custom training packs and workshops. I all I kind of use for the same purpose of I, able to do a skill with as much repetition in as short amount of time as possible. Um, like you said, you don't have to worry about the setup of it. So even looking at the dribble challenge in doing that versus doing a dribbling and free play, the dribble challenge or any kind of dribble custom training pack. You're going to get like it's automatically going to put it there so you can get it up on your car and give you a specific goal to go towards. And if you do, if you don't have PC and you don't have workshops, there's a custom training pack. I think I could be wrong. I think Verge made one. Um, but there's a dribble one and it'll just put you in different spots in the field facing different directions. And you have to get the ball up and, um, and dribble it around the field to get to the opposite goal versus the workshop that will allow you to just take it towards the goal at the end of the road. Uh, with obstacles in your way and all, all that kind of stuff. Um, but with custom training packs, there's a few that I focus on. Um, if you're if you're kind of beginning or you're trying to figure out something different aerial-wise, I think Kev Pert's aerial car control one is probably my favorite one for that because it will put you at different distances from a stationary floating ball, and you have to figure out how to get there. And you can either, you know, come up on it on the ground and get really close and jump up to it and go at it that way. Or you can jump all the way back from where it places you and feather your boost and get there and slowly get faster and better at it. Uh, so I think that one's really good. It allows you to practice stuff. Like if you're trying to learn air rolls or if you're trying to learn how to fly upside down, it gives you a very, very easy target. So you don't have to worry about reading the movement of a ball and having to calculate too many things while you're learning a new skill. Um, I like, Doomsie's double jump aerials, if you're trying to figure out fast aerials and get quality touches and stuff, Doomsie's double jump aerials is a good one. Um, and then I have a like a Jake RL air wall dribbles, air and wall dribbles one. Um, so it just sets you up for air dribbles and stuff off the wall. Also can set you up for like ceiling shots and flip resets and that kind of stuff. So those are the ones that I tend to like the best. I also will find like a redirect one. Um, when just browsing and stuff to to do some of that just so I can try different shots from different angles. But I use, for me, I use training packs, like, again, to get as many repetitions as possible. And then I use free play to 
really hit on the randomness of how it's going to set up and apply those training facts. So if uh, if I'm just going around in free play as fast as I can, and then the ball is rolling to- towards the wall, I can now like, okay, cool. I'm going to go for an air dribble off of this one that's randomly going towards it because I might experience that in game where it's not going to get set up for me perfectly. And I get to do it that way. Or if it's, you know, I can practice ceiling shots in a more randomized setting and in a creating speed myself type of setting. So that's how I tend to use the different training platforms. Nice. I think that's really good. Yeah. Um, and it's, I, I think as well, the tough thing is, is like when you're starting off, I think the very, very basics, a lot of them, there's a lot you can learn just by literally going around in free play and just trying to keep a top speed. Uh, when you're starting off, which I think, um, you know, all those very basic ground skills. I think I've talked about this before, but there is a set of ground skills, right? Like the half flip, um, the the wave dash, um, even even just like being able to hit Drift the ball, turn turn effectively. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Those are all very basic skills that, that if you're just in free play and you're moving around and you know what they are. You've at least practiced, you know, watched a YouTube tutorial on them. Yeah. You're practicing. Those are, those are things that can help you get re- really bump up your level well above what you are uh, currently. Fast aerials as well. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that maybe that's a little more with training packs, but you can still practice those without a ball first, right? Yeah. Um, also, I will say for anybody that's new, don't, two things, don't underestimate practicing turning. It sounds so like simple and obvious, but you can see a direct progression of how good somebody is based on how they turn all the way up until GC and above. Like <laughs> GCs are better at turning than champ ones and champ twos, just objectively by stats. So keep that in mind. They get like turning is super important. <laughs> and then the second big thing is don't Power be slide. afraid of the wall. To turn, by the way. Wait, what? Power slide to turn, by the way. No, yeah. three point turn. What are you talking about? You'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. We you'll have to parallel out. park. Yeah, you'll figure it out. Don't, parallel park expect. and then flip. Yes. And then flip. And you always want to move backwards when you're turning. Of course, of course. Actually uh, learn how to drive backwards really, really well. Like you're gonna that, do that's a gonna lot of time driving backwards when you get to GC. <laughs> that's very true. Especially please on the ceiling. Stop, backwards on the stop. ceiling is is where please never never drive backwards. Listen for anybody. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, the, yes, the second... always drive forwards. There's there's no uh, parking test associated with Rocket League, so drive forwards. You don't have to learn how to drive backwards. The parking uh, test. What do you want to say? The second thing is uh, learning how to be on the wall, and not even jumping off off the wall, but just learning how to like stay on the wall where you are, because that is something that people probably don't even start until like platinum or diamond generally, and. If you start that a little bit earlier, you're really just giving yourself a, a head start and familiarity with the wall, and you don't have to go through like basically relearning the game, but sideways, <laughs> <laughs> which is what most people do have to go through. Um, yeah, wall wall has a Wall's whole bunch of sticky friend. mechanics. It's it's not your friend at the start, but it will be your friend. Very you much. have to get comfortable with the wall. Okay? Yeah, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna spend a lot of time there. The higher up you go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So and sometimes you'll flirt with the ceiling and the wall will get jealous, but true, true. it is what it is. Yeah, you can only be with the ceiling for so long. The wall always calls to you and you always go back. You have to let go of the wall, the, the ceiling. You don't have to let go of the wall. Exactly. Um, 
um i hope you enjoyed that uh, i think that's that's a good good discussion we've had today let's head into previewing and and actually recapping there you go our well we're, re- we're pre- kind of previewing as well but we're recapping our uh esports uh you know last week we had some predictions we're going to start with eu the european region um first thing i want to say is uh hello galaxy racer yes sir <laughs> <laughs> who called it it was me <laughs> see like i guess you know what like i i can i can kind of you know if, if galaxy racer had made it in three two and they beat like the teams that i you know they could beat. you know what mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean that being said argy does have some experience right obviously being the sub for uh the team uh mouse esports before mm-hmm. and uh ixo in his ones play um but you know if, if you're telling me like okay they beat like they beat some good teams you know but but ultimately like dude they 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 rolled over rv mm-hmm. um they rolled over solar solary who who i probably should have seen but it seems like solary is in a little bit of simple form compared to how their off season performance was in the summer um because i think they were doing quite well for themselves if i remember correctly um Mm-hmm. them being oxygen i hate to say it but uh i think the say oxygen is esports is experiment is over there you go this it is happens. not psg was a better team and probably would still be a better team right now um yeah because i think yeah. psg was a team so sorry uh so the two players on and that's right. It they were formerly they were formerly on Paris Saint Germain, the, mm-hmm. uh, the 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 football or soccer team, um, before before they got dropped. But uh, <laughs> they got dropped for monetary reasons, not for any not because they weren't doing well. Um, what I want to say is, uh, you know, the Oxygen Esports is that two of those players from that team, with the most probably, honestly, individually, the best player in EU. Like from a mechanic yeah. standpoint, he is he is the he is the Justin of EU. I think I will that say is was. safe to say. Was yes, no, I disagree. Sure? Okay, and the reason I disagree mm-hmm. is, I mean, this is what's become this is the problem with the team as well, though, right? It's like Astral shows up and just takes over, or he doesn't. Yeah, okay. and there's there's no team cohesion. But if you watch some of these games, you're like astral dude like you what (laughs) what are you like how do you do those things um the man continues to impress me and it just like will take over games but the problem is as a team functioning within that team the team was better with uh with their roster before so i i think that is interesting i'm also curious if the oxygen management like the fact that it's a new esports team they might have a different manager they might have a different coach I don't know if that also affects it because I think that's possible. Possibly, um, possibly. Like the team has less direction, but mm-hmm. yeah, Oxygen Esports ha- feels to me like they were supposed to be the top three team, and they're clearly not. They're they're a top ten team, maybe maybe a top fifteen team. I, I think I think the general thought was they were going to come in and be the NRG of EU, and yeah, they didn't. They just yeah. flat like they started off like really good at the beginning, like hey, they're getting some results and stuff. Even if they didn't win, they came out and they showed really good. And then they just stopped. I just, just just stopped performing. Completely. Yeah, exactly. So I think I think we can kind of call the oxygen experiment. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I wish I was on a 
a team that plays. But who do you uh, do? You, do you just flat out dismantle it, or do you replace somebody? Do it. I wish I was a team that was top nine in the world, but um, <laughs> they but, clearly but when your have expectation a is top three. Top nine's not good no, enough. No, of course, of course, of course. I will say their problem as well is they keep choking in those final games. Yeah. Yes. Like they, th- they they're losing two threes and two threes. Like mm-hmm. you're, at some point, there's a problem with the team. Um, who do you replace? Yeah, what, what what do you do? Do you blow up the entire team or do you replace a single player? You either uh you either honestly you either replace Farah and Shoset or you replace Astral. I do agree with that. So it's Astral or blow up the team pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I no, mean, no. I mean either way no, you no. end up you end up like doing that in in any fashion, right? So replacing like it's either Astral stays on oxygen or Astral leaves oxygen and that's it. Um. Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel about that team. Mm-hmm. If you if you want to be that top three, I'm I'm not gonna. Lie. I don't know how it looked like right now. Does uh, Astro go back to Dick and Toss and be like, "I'm sorry, guys, I missed you," and they're like, "We missed you too," and then they get better <laughs> again. Uh. I mean, also <laughs> money talks. So like, I imagine this team isn't gonna blow up unless they cut the contracts. Like that's what part of me feels as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say uh. Hold on. Um yeah, I yeah, I have a tough time about this team. But I imagine this team like it felt like there was there's some good contracts that were offered to them and that's why they took it. So I don't imagine they're gonna leave even though the results aren't what they were. Um that is my guess. because uh, the like how does a team like Oxygen get all these new players? It's like you offer them a contract that the other teams are just not willing to pay right now, right? Like Yeah, I'm sure. I mean- I mean, I'm sure Astral at this point is like, I, well, here's the thing. It's like, where's Dignitas, right? Dignitas is not. Um, they mutually it? miss each other. Astral and Dignitas mutually miss each other at this point. Yeah. There was some rumors going around about uh, Dignitas doing a shakeup, but that also makes sense. Anyway, I like, it's that. not like going back to Dig will, will all of a sudden be a team that, that like takes over, right? They would definitely um, need to figure it out for a little bit. <laughs> That, that, yeah. Well, they'd have to figure out. The, I think the interpersonal stuff is what they'd have to figure out more than the gameplay stuff. Because when they yeah. were there, like the gameplay was fine, but the interpersonal stuff, so they can continue to play together, would be what happened. But I still, I mean, it, it's not going to. Like, I don't think um, either of those, whether it's the Dignitas franchise, those players, or Astral, I don't think either of them, like all combination of those, are going to be like, "Yep, all that was fine. Water under the bridge. Let's start over." Uh, I think they try and each party tries to figure it out going forward on their own versus um trying to come back together yeah the only thing that i would suggest is having the full psg roster back together um but i imagine with this change like you've probably burnt that bridge you know what i mean yeah it's like we're gonna replace you we played with each other for we played on the same team for two years and now you're gonna replace you know what i mean Mm yeah like i don't think that's something that's coming back so but i like the truth is like i feel like that roster was the dark horse of every tournament and then you're like wait no they literally just won this tournament wait they won that tournament too like that's what happened with that team so it's like they were never the team that you were like okay 100 percent they're gonna win the tournament but then they just win some random tournament and you're like okay well i can't not say they're you know what i mean like i can't say they're bad you know like they're they're, they're a top four team and then so you it's like they were not the team that would necessarily be winning everything right but their team we were like Oh, they didn't make it in the semis. That's a disappointment. And right now, that team looks a lot better than 
this oxygen team team that constantly chokes up in that final game. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oxygen. <laughs> You oxygen about oxygen is joking? the Charlotte Phoenix of the- <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> I just found it funny the wordplay of oxygen and then them choking. They literally can't get the air. True. Nice, <laughs> nice. I like that. Um okay. Um other things in EU. So the teams that made it through are Team BDS, FC Barcelona, Galaxy Racer, Triple Trouble, Top Lokes, Endpoint, RV, and Giants Gaming. Mm-hmm. I I didn't do as well. I I think I did pretty good NA. I did not do as well. Um, I am happy that our what's it called our uh, control group of Team BDS, uh, <laughs> RV, and Top Lokes is still in that top three. That is true. Um, that is true. Uh, Ty Sugles did point out. I think you were the only one Wabbits who chose mm-hmm. Giants, and yeah, they did make it through. Um, Endpoint. I did not choose Endpoint, and um, I'm regretting it. Yep. <laughs> uh, because guess what i i chose to breathe you know i chose oxygen and uh <laughs> and that, lost that's two to three. my face because i you know what it's interesting because endpoint i said okay maybe they don't have um maybe they don't have like maybe that was just a fluke right it's always possible that team is just really hot streak but here it is you know with the with the past regional tournaments endpoint has shown hey we're a top 18 you know we if you can get two tournaments in a row like these major swiss brackets and you can make it through um uh beating you know in in the most games played of, <laughs> of yep. the Swiss brackets every game going three to two but hey that means they hung out there and they they eked out their wins and like you have to say this this is a team that that can go and i'm gonna be honest it's like top looks is a, is a very very solid team but it's one of those teams where i'm like well they are beatable you know they're not like some team that will clamp you down um, and remember, Endpoint did have that run all the way to the finals last time, so I I that would not true. count them out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, I guess, Giants Gaming, Endpoint, Triple Trouble, Galaxy Racer, Triple Trouble a little less so, but Triple Trouble was doing what better in the grid and less in the regional tournaments. Yep. Uh, I believe. Um, but yeah, so this is where we are. I feel like we have definitely an FC Barcelona who we all chose. Um, <laughs> but I'm very much. Did we all choose? I think so. Um, but I'm very much like, I don't know, dude. I don't know how they'll do. Yeah. Um, if I, I were to predict the, the, let me, if, if, if I may, I'm just going to kind of go through this bracket right now. Uh, my prediction is team BDS will be FC Barcelona. Um, galaxy racer will be triple, triple trouble. And then, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> And now it's time. You for know what? They, they gave us a retail on Twitter. Endpoint is going to beat Top Lokes. Okay. Okay. No. Um, I know that's that's my most risky ones. But hey, this I think is possible. And then RV against Giants Gaming. Dude, I don't know. That is actually such a hard setup. I. It okay, well, if listen, I'll be safe money. Ball. I'll choose RV because I wasn't safe money for the, the one previous. So Fair. my my semis is Team BDS against Galaxy Racer rv against endpoint and then uh as you can probably guess i think the finals are going to be team bds against rv the rivalry that's lasted the last three regionals Fair. and it will be settled here and i i'm i'm the mainstream i'm the <laughs> i'm the most like control group mainstream safe money <laughs> except for top percent point <laughs> yeah but i mean for finals at least yeah, yeah, yeah you know 
Like I would have still chosen RV over top box. Mm. Oh, top box can't yeah. beat. No, no, not, not that top box can't beat them. But if if I were to say expectation wise, like aggregate yeah, stale. Yeah. No, yeah. All right. Do do either of you have their bracket for semis and finals for this Saturday? So remember this this European major ends this Saturday. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you go ahead. Yeah, Team BDS beats Barcelona. Triple Trouble beats Galaxy Racer. Top Blokes Ooh. over Endpoint and RV over Giants. Top Blokes beats RV. BDS beats Triple Trouble, and then um, BDS beats Top Blokes in the finals. Interesting. Okay. So my my thought yeah, process guess, here. Um, Triple Trouble, honestly, had probably one of the toughest uh runs through against the teams that they're playing um Hold up. When, when you're let's, looking at it let's look like, at this rv 31 just, just okay okay, okay but they also only had to play against solary and Ooh. oxygen just don't forget that solary is definitely a decent team everyone sleeps on they're, they're all of them are decent teams they're all the top 16 teams in the world Man. but solary but it's not like um, i'm saying it <laughs> it's not like endpoint because like if you look at endpoints way in the t- like they beat the teams they're supposed to beat to make the playoffs. So I'm not going to fault them there, but they lost the teams that are the playoff teams. Yep. I um, and so but they've also played a total. All right. Of 25 <laughs> games. And they're going to be practiced against these teams <laughs> in high pressure situations. Um, and then like Barcelona and stuff, they, they really, I mean, they lost to the two playoff teams and they beat the non-playoff teams. I honestly think that Guild and Endpoint could have literally traded positions. Like, and like if you just had them mm. play the same teams that they played against, it would have gotten the same results. Like if you just flip flip flopped them there. But um, I, I will say to to, to kind of Guild Esports point, like you have to be able to beat Barcelona if you even stand a chance of getting it through the first round of quarters. Yeah, you have to be Barcelona able to beat feels and like Fade Away. Like you, you have to beat Fade Away in that first round. Realistically, yeah. like if you're gonna be, if you're gonna try and push into playoffs and stuff like that, you have to beat one of those teams that is on the border in in the first mm-hmm. round. So, um, but I think Triple Trouble beats Galaxy Racer, even though Galaxy Racer obviously had a great victory over RV, um, but they lost to they lost to top blokes. And RV is one of those teams that we've kind of called out a few times where it's like they are one of the top teams but their wins aren't always very convincing. They're like, they're pretty ugly mm. wins and stuff. And so I think that's one where galaxy racer just kind of took advantage of them out of form and, um, and got a great victory for themselves. Um, but I think triple trouble beats them. It's interesting as well. Cause like RV getting beat three, one by galaxy racer. They're like, okay, all right, let's get serious now. Three Oh three Oh, you know, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> they turned it on. Um, I think, I think that's a very uh, safe bet that that kind of sticks within my top three predictions, right. For you. Um, like my, my, you know, I chose endpoint over top blokes, but if, if you were to ask me, what are the top three teams? I would say BDS RV top blokes in that order. Yep. Um, with any of them being able to beat each other. I think team BDS is definitely the team to beat. Like yes. if you are betting against team BDS right now, like you're really, you can only really, really bet yeah. against them with RV with any kind of confidence. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, like, there are teams that can beat them, don't get me wrong, but it's just like that is the team that's on a war path that's just wrecking up. I mean, Team BDS came out and just swept three playoff teams. Yeah. Like, yep. <laughs> they made their lives really easy. They are, the, I, I venture to say they're the best team in the world right now. Like, if we were to do a land and you're, you're like, choose one favorite, I would say Team BDS right now. 
from uh, I mean, if you give that specific scenario, I don't know. I think RV with the pressure on the line, maybe more, but. Oh, because of the experience. Okay. I, because I because, of, because of the pressure of, hey, one off best in the world title type of thing. I think you give RV, I think I give RV the, the experience yeah. tilt, but BDS is, I, I mean, you wouldn't be surprised if they, they take it convincingly. Yeah. Uh, Wabbits, what are your predictions? Are you going to choose Giants Gaming over RV? That's He's going to choose one. Galaxy Racers to win it all. No, I can't be, choose them to beat BDS. <laughs> I do think they take a game off BDS, but I don't think they beat uh, BDS. Um, it, it's definitely BDS Galaxy Racer in the top half. Uh, and then I want, I do want to see Giants. Cause Giants Endpoint? Do yeah, it. No, do Giants it. Endpoint, do no it. thank you. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. I'm putting it down. Um, the reason I want to see Giants is because they really are one of the fastest teams in the probably the fastest team in the uh, world right now. Um, and it really comes down to whether or not RV uh, RV's defense can hold. And with them being on the first game of the day, I don't know if they'll be warmed up enough to be able to make that like super hard uh, goal line defense to, to finish it. That That's what's, what's iffy with it. Um, it might be an RV that's not completely warmed up and ready to play. Giants is just might straight up outspeed them. It's it's a straight up a toss up for me, and for the sake of being different, I'm going Giants. <laughs> if if RV, um, yeah, RV can't sleep like uh, in this first round. Like yeah. the Giants, Giants game is a team that if you don't adjust to them fast enough, like you can be down 2-0 right away. Yeah. Um. So what's what's your finals prediction then? Uh, finals is probably going to be BDS top blokes. I don't think top blokes loses to uh to giants and then what bds takes it as well yeah. yeah 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 okay i think we all have team bds winning the only difference is that the way uh, that they get there both of you chose top blokes i believe yeah and i chose rv okay cool mm-hmm. uh that's that's an easy prediction that's the predictions we can remember uh yeah. <laughs> team bds i just um, want to say my eu was amazing last week i only got one wrong and it was triple trouble <laughs> I'm surprised I got one right. I was so <laughs> bad. Because let's see, the, the teams that I picked to make, I picked Guild, I picked Oxygen, I picked Dignitas, all to make it in. And uh, Guild and Oxygen at least gave me hope. They both could have made it in. But Guild doesn't beat Barcelona, gives up the eighth seed, and Oxygen doesn't beat up Endpoint, who, like I will say, is probably the weakest team in the in the playoffs right now. But Oxygen didn't beat them, so Oxygen's the weakest team like flat like they just couldn't do it mm-hmm. also so, didn't you choose endpoint and fcb or am i wrong here um i don't think i chose endpoint because it doesn't seem like a team i would choose okay um but i think i switched because i was gonna pick i forget i was gonna pick something else and i think i switched over to fcb Ah, uh, okay okay um, i think i was gonna pick like magnifico or something stupid yeah. like that yeah. <laughs> uh, uh so uh, just keep that in mind you, to see whether our predictions are correct or wrong. Uh, you can tune in on Saturday on that uh, twitch.tv slash Rocket League channel. Which will uh, be let's head below. over. Yeah, that's linked below. Uh, let's head over to the North American side of things where I felt a lot more uh, comfortable with a lot of my picks. Mm-hmm. Um, did I end up choosing Kansas City and Alpine or is that you, Wabbits? That was me. Okay, because I was like, I remember I'm like, who chose the? Uh, I feel like I chose Alpine dude. also. You did choose Alpine. Um, so the animal, and well, the animals, the uh, the ones that have the 
the the animal logos um <laughs> I, I they're now that they're now uh sister teams through yes. the version <laughs> sister teams through logos even though one's <laughs> a horse in... <laughs> oh my god wait is that a horse i always Kansas thought that City was Pioneers. a lion oh my goodness <laughs> it's a horse it's a horse i'm sure it's, it's like a knight it's like a like a chess night i am actually shook i always thought that was a lie <laughs> okay so i i am happy to know that my top six though has been confirmed so mm -hmm. energy peeps envy uh g2 rogue uh space station i didn't get those correct i think i got kansas city i, I think, think so. so so i've been seven out of eight so i'm pretty mm -hmm. happy with that we all got seven um, out of eight on this one. rogue yeah rogue was the ones where both of you i think went wrong mm -hmm. um so i'm i'm pretty happy with that that the rogue pick ended up working out like I said, I yeah, this is Rogue can show up, dude. Rogue can show up, mm -hmm. um, and so I bet on them, and and luckily this time for me that was correct. Is there any other big surprises for either of you uh, before we kind of go on to our predictions? I am surprised the Peeps had or struggled that much. Mm -hmm. Like they lost 03 to uh, to Sonics, mm. which probably shouldn't have happened. They yeah. barely beat PK. They lost to, to Xset, and then they had to beat um, BOSF and EU. Neither teams really being that good. Yeah, the Peeps, honestly, if I were to choose five teams to play against to That's win a the Swiss best bracket, to get the, <laughs> they had the best setup, and they mm -hmm. barely squeaked by. So yeah, um, you are correct. I think you're seeing something there. Um, this is not like the Peeps in the previous... Uh, um, in the previous region, like sorry, not, not in the in the regionals leading up to this major tournament, mm -hmm. um, the yeah, I would have I they definitely felt a lot stronger than they did uh, this weekend, this previous weekend. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, with that, bad day, but mm -hmm, they might have had a bad day. Relentless, do you have anything? Or um, I would or, say that mm -hmm. anything that stands out to me, I, I think Rogue is is considered probably the weakest that's still in the playoffs. Uh, looking mm -hmm. at the teams that they beat um they beat uh plot twist who's at the bottom oh, they beat City, then, front line sure. and they beat um they beat sonics who like i'm surprised sonics gave up like lost that convincingly like a 3-0 mm -hmm. sweep but um they probably had the the actual like the teams that they ended up beating to get in was probably i don't know the peeps and rogue both have the but the peeps at least have a recent success to they've, they've had recent success so you feel like they're stronger than their performance but rogue feels like they outperformed themselves um of what you're used to from them so mm -hmm. um i'm surprised ghost gaming performed so poorly especially against frontline and pk um like i understand getting swept by nrg but i thought omelet was pretty good but before and now they're um they came out and they came up really really flat in this one can I can I just yeah can I just say that Sonics has probably the most beautiful of tragic uh, um, score scores for these these series? Okay. Yes. They win three zero against Peeps. They win three zero against Kansas City, and then they almost make it by NRG, losing two to three, and then the opposite happens. They get only three <laughs> twice. It's just literally it's reverse beauty. swept themselves. <laughs> yep. They've they've reverse swept themselves in the series above the series and it's it's just very poetic you can see okay they they like they you know they go two three against nrg and they're like ah tough that was like our chance you know like we were so close and then they, they lose oh three to space station and at that point they're just like defeated you know and then rogue is like okay well we just won a three oh series so we can bring that momentum and take over that's my theory that's my uh philosophical theory. theory 
Okay, okay. I just want to say before we move on, I feel so bad for all three of the uh, the tenth place teams that <laughs> uh, that didn't make it because Sonics had to go up against Peeps, KCP, NRG, uh, Space Station, and Rogue. Rogue made it, so sure, but Rogue would probably be the worst of that, and they made it. EU had to go up against NVG2, Frontline, Alpine, and Peeps. Frontline being the worst team there, probably, but still, like, this that's rough. And then Xset had to go against Rogue, Energy, Peeps, Envy, and KCP. Oh my, Xset had, had, had the worst like, Four solidified playoff teams, and then, yep. like, one borderline. Yeah, like, that. that is so sad. Xset played five games against teams that made it through. Yes. Yeah. Like they they were the the guardians, the gatekeepers of this tournament. Same with same with Sonics. They had to play against five playoff teams and yep. you you had other teams that like only didn't have to play against nearly any and <laughs> like I just feel so bad for all those teams because they even won in first round and were like, oh, we might be able to do this. And like they just NRG didn't destroyed. have to end up playing a single playoff team. G2 nope. only had to play one playoff team. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's just rough. Yeah. uh nv only had to play one pay- playoff team um so all right mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it moving a little yep. bit uh we've you know we've we've done well for time but uh <laughs> we'll, we'll, let's keep going um so let me do my predictions then uh for the core so so just so you know the teams that made it to the core is nrg peeps nv alpine esports g2 rogue space station and kansas city uh in the first game energy against the peeps i'm gonna choose energy to go over the peeps uh, in the second game, Team Envy against Alpine. I'm going to choose Team Envy to go over Alpine. Um, G2 against Rogue, I'm going to choose G2. And Space Station against Kansas, I'm going to choose Space Station. I'm going to go with the the known picks. Um, okay. You're a top rocket man, I understand. I am a top rocket man. Um, then in the semis, it's going to be Energy against Envy. Uh... <laughs> the classic conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> like last time Envy won. The turbo curse. Is the turbo curse? It it depends on if Turbo wakes up with eight hours of sleep and and a nice meal in the morning. That's mm-hmm. that's what this is going to come down to. Toss your coin, figure it out. <laughs> I'm going to go with NRG. Ooh, okay, okay. Over Envy. Mm-hmm. Uh, over. We're going to go over um, the course of statistics, not not the most recent result. So we'll see how that works out for me. Uh, and then Space Station against G2. Like, G2 is definitely a second-place team, if you know what I mean. But, uh, actually, let me see how, how Space Station did. Okay. Are you saying, so, if G2 is a second-place team, are you saying that Space Station is a one-place team? This is this is what you're saying here. This is the deciding factor. <laughs> I'm really just deciding how, what form is Space Station. Like, what Space Station shows up? Yeah, I think G two beats Space Station. Okay, um, and that makes a G two Energy Finals. Okay, and Energy wins that. that. <laughs> Fair, I'll give you that. I like that. That's, that's, uh, a, that's a nice little bracket. <laughs> nice little. It's an interesting bracket. It it starts off pretty simple, and then then I get a little crazy in the finals. Uh, <laughs> what are your brackets? Uh, Ron, want me to go first or you? Uh, I'll let you go first this time. Okay. I'm saying energy takes peeps easy. Um, I do think that Alpine beats Envy. 
I don't know why, but I think it happens. <laughs> I've been I've been wanting Alpine to show up for a long time. It, listen, Team been... Envy is a team that's going to beat your best teams and lose to your middle of the road teams. So yep. Yep. I'm not surprised. I think that's what happens there. Uh, G2 beats Rogue. That's not much of a question. And I don't think that KCP is quite at the level they need to be. If this was like a month later, I'd probably choose KCP over Space Station. But right now i don't think that kcp is at that level quite yet um especially not on the main stage so i'll go space station over kcp uh mm -hmm. nrg beats alpine and then space station probably beats g2 and this is a toss up depending on day um i think that space station wins based off momentum being happier mm -hmm. and like more uh, or having to beat g2 with the harder team to win against mm. that's my guess and then what's what's is that what's your finals then uh space station energy energy wins or space station wins sorry space station wins. okay yes. cool i think space station is one yeah i i think space station is a little bit of a sleeper i wouldn't have said that you know if if you asked me after the first regional <laughs> they're just their most recent results have been kind of yeah a little less solidified so we'll see where they go and relentless what is your uh, prediction uh i've got energy over peeps i've got alpine over envy g2 over rogue and kind of similar to what wabs was saying like looking who uh kcp lost against in the qualifiers they pretty much lost against teams that were either playoff teams or truly borderline playoff teams uh, i think the moment just ends up being a little bit too big for them uh, and space station has had more success in bigger moments. So I think they're able to control themselves a bit more. So Space Station wins that. But um, I think G2... Do I go G2 or Space Station for winning that? I, I will say, hold on, just to your Envy against Alpine theory that both of you chose, Envy only did not beat... They only, the only team that they beat that wasn't the top eight was Kansas City. So to your to your argument they actually had a very easy run into this playoff mm -hmm. yeah they uh they, they definitely like you said it's it's one of those things that's like it's a middle of the road team that can overperform um mm -hmm. against like they're not gonna shy away from the big moment they're able to come up big in the big moment if they can get there but they have a tougher time getting there i think mm -hmm. than um energy g2 or space station yep um I think I think G2 ends up beating out Space Station and I think NRG ends up beating out Al I don't know. I, I kind of I kind of have a lot of hopes for Alpine. Mm. Um, That's interesting. Mm -hmm. They've I mean they've they've just played really well and they beat Space Station in the in the qualifiers, but I think NRG again it's it's just the moment like the moment's big and Alpine is going to get there and just be a little bit too small for it. So I think energy beats out Alpine. So then you have G2 versus energy in the finals. And this is oh, where I think G2 wins. Oh, to your point, energy did not place any of the top eight teams to get into mm -hmm. the corners. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, and they struggled against Sonics, dude, energy's washed. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I did choose them over G2. Uh, so <laughs> that, that, is, that is, you know, the G2 curse continues for me. But uh, uh, we have Relentless with G2 beating energy and then Wabs predicting Space Station. So that's a nice mm -hmm. little less established, uh, what we think, you know, more diverse opinions in the North American um, 
I just think I think North American's a little bit it's a little bit deeper when you're talking about the, the talent within that top six versus versus it's, EU where it's like the top two to three teams is where all the talent and, is. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm curious whether it's like like how does how does the Kansas City or Alpine, right? Or peeps do against I I you know what I think it is as well? Sorry, maybe my point is more this, is that EU right now feels a lot more variables when I under the top three. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if you're asked, you ask me in a month, it's going to be completely different teams that are going to be occupying that uh, fourth to eighth, you know, best teams in the world spot. While in North America, I think it's a lot more consistent. That's fair. Um, that's fair. And obviously, we don't we don't have a land where we actually get to see these teams play. So that's mm-hmm. until, until way, way, way later down the road. Um, yeah okay we have our predictions uh, that is pretty cool um, I was okay I'll say that for, for some other day uh, <laughs> I was going to um, one day I will have to do the uh, bring back the uh, logo predictions oh yes uh, but that there, that's like a 20 minute bit so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll do that let, uh, when we're running low on time or we're uh, when we when we ha- when we when you have a show that's a little shorter yeah, time, yeah. <laughs> uh we'll do a logo predictions uh if anyone knows what that is well they've been re-listening to all the shows mm-hmm. um so i guess you know this is a good place a sunday so the north american major is on sunday uh the european major is on saturday um so be sure to check those out um i like to also end the show by saying if you uh, enjoy the show and you like listening it the best thing you can do is just tell others about it um Tell anyone you know who is enjoying the game right now and have them check us out. And that is uh, amazing for us. Um, on top of that, for those who have been supporting us through our Patreon, I'd like to thank all of us, all of those of you who are have been supporting us. And then extra special shout outs to the Roll Call tier um, um, with uh, JY's, Kevin, Mife, Paint, Tim Chubarger, Relentless, <laughs> who says this is my last month i swear the man who is now officially part of the cast is like this is my last month i swear i'm gonna i'm gonna leave the patreon uh we're like leave the patreon you're, you're part of the show now how like, oh, dare no, you give no, us no, money so, stop paying you yourself <laughs> uh and psych Mo- psych mofco thank you so much uh for your support in the roll car call tier um i guess with that uh do something wonderful for someone this week um Maybe gets maybe do some exercise, maybe get some rest, you know, get some good sleep, take care of yourselves, uh, and have a good one from myself, uh, Lazero, from Wabs, and from Relentless. We wish you all a wonderful week. See ya. Bye. Bye.